0: Hello and welcome to Cannabis Nation, where we help guide you through the wonderful and complex world of cannabis by shedding light on your most burning questions and dankest desires. I'm Nick. And I'm Susan. And this is episode five.
1: Staying alive. Woo. Episode five.
0: Yeah, we made it through another one. This one's going to be on mandatory minimums. It's part two of our prohibition series. That's right. So we're going back to the 80s here. Oh, Ronald Reagan. Yeah. And Ooh. Nancy. Yep.
1: Somebody should have just said no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But first, we'd like to introduce a new segment we're calling Legalization Station. Choo-choo! Woo-woo! Illinois became the 11th state to legalize recreational marijuana for adult use in June. Governor J.P. Pritzker. I don't know why I can't say that. Signed the bill into law effective January 1st of this year. Woo! There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, way to go, guys. This year, craft growers will be able to apply for licenses to cultivate up to 5,000 square feet. Really kind of small, but...
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of states, like in Washington State, for example, uh, the smallest tier is up to 10,000. Yeah. And it goes all the way... It goes way higher than that. So, it it is a very small one. Yeah. Uh, A couple of predictions on what that's... How that's going to affect it. Uh, One, it is going... I mean, while all... Markets, the cost is generally pretty high on upstart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, they the, the, oh, yeah. they come down over time, um, but because of the such a limited ca- uh, canopy. The grow costs do kind of scale with size, but not at a one-to-one ratio. Right. So you're, they're having huge upstart fees. So you're going to see grams and and products that are priced a little bit higher than you probably want to see But they're going to be killer. I bet. Yes, exactly. That's also going to lead to such uh, an intense uh, care for each individual yeah, plant. You're going to get some great weed. They'll probably have names. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, like individual names. Each plant, yes, <laughs> yes. yes. Swiss yep. Bob. Yep, yep. <laughs> you're smoking he's a miracle
1: alien cookie (laughs) yep
0: Yep. Oh anyway, my god, that'd be great. Actually. And
1: also, I do have a prediction too that uh, big businesses won't be able to just come and buy everybody out. You know what I mean? We're well, starting it, with these small little grows like this.
0: Yeah, you're not going to have the guys that are coming up off off the start with a hundred thousand square feet of canopy right. that can feed the entire state. That's right. You know, so you're not going to have these big names that are going to take over everything at first. You're, there's going to be such a huge emphasis on buying local product mm-hmm. uh, because they're going to be such. Uh, uh, smaller output for each individual grow. Right. Uh, which is really cool.
1: Yeah, Bob's the bomb. Okay, medical marijuana patients are allowed to grow up to five plants at a time. Non-medical patients are not allowed to grow marijuana at home, and this is punishable by a civil penalty of $200 for growing up to five plants. Yeah. So nice, nobody has to go to jail. Or, yeah, you know. that's,
0: that's definitely not bad. I mean, I personally believe that any legal state, uh, people should be able to grow their Me own. Me too. Meat. I'm with you um, on that. You know, you can, yeah. you can brew your own beer, yeah. you can. I think it's technically legal to grow your own tobacco, Weird. even. What? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd try it. I I don't know. Grandpa Um, in South Carolina. Okay, yeah. But as far as that goes, I mean, as long as it's not a criminal uh, uh, penalty, you know, that is going on with that, then that's that's better than nothing. And
1: it's legal to smoke in one's one's own home and on-site in some cannabis-related businesses, so that's going to be nice. It sounds like there's going to be lounges Lounges, or something like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, use is prohibited in any public place, such as streets or parks, in any motor vehicle, (laughs) on school grounds with the exception of medical users yeah. so medical mar- young medical <laughs> mar- ah, young medical marijuana patients can use uh their medicine smoking in the nurse's room okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, uh you cannot smoke near someone under the age of 21 yeah um, what yeah first of all they're going to have to clarify what near What is means nearness? and second like Does that mean if you have kids, you can't smoke in your own home? Like that's that's gonna. They need to clarify that. Can I get in the
1: garage? I mean, what's near? Yeah,
0: that's (laughs) that's gonna create some issues. Yeah, Um, and you cannot smoke near an on-duty school school bus driver, police officer firefighter, or corrections officer.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. Are these people... Do the correction officers always have uniforms? How do you know who's on duty? Yeah. I want to know. With the police officers undercover, am I in double jeopardy, guys? What is what is
0: this? Near? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, and I think they should rescind the firefighter part because if you're lighting someone <laughs> on fire, the firefighter's the person that you want their most. <laughs> I mean... Just to be safe.
1: Yeah you might accidentally like that I put on fire and shit go wrong
0: real bad. Oh yeah. Right on. So uh that brings us up to the states which have legalized so far are Alaska, Alaska California, California, California. Yeah, California, 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 Colorado, Illinois, Illinois Maine, Maine, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada,
1: Oregon, Vermont and
0: Washington. Washington. <laughs> All
1: right. Yeah, so Michigan finally opened legal recreational stores this last December in 2019. It has been legal uh, for people over 21 to consume and possess cannabis since December 2018, but you could only purchase it from a medical store, and you had to have a prescription. So, Yeah. yeah. Kind of a long time.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, all the states have had a little bit of a waiting period between when it was legalized and when the growers could actually create product and, and stores could open, all that. But yeah, a year's a really long time. So it's good that they're finally pushing it through. Yeah. It's a new face, but you can't have it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're going to be able to consume publicly at festivals and smoke lounges with state issued permits.
0: However, you won't be able to get any food or booze with that, unfortunately. That's that's is that's so mean I you know, know you you you're allowed to smoke at a public event but you yeah. can't buy food No 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 no, they, no. that's they, just that's wrong You don't get you don't get that with I that I mean I get the booze thing I know I but can, I get
1: the munchies remember we talked yeah. about that that's a thing it's not a myth no. All right, but and on top of that, you will be able
0: to get it delivered to your home, which is awesome. Isn't that great? Yeah, yeah, yeah. home delivery. I mean, as a as a former pizza delivery guy, <laughs> I would love to be a weed delivery guy. Yeah. But what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen? The weirdest thing I had ever seen. I I did once deliver uh, pizza to. I think it was made some sort of session happening here. Uh What kind of session, Pray Um <laughs> uh, Something that I don't know if it was sexual or I not, I was going to say, is it but, biblical? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it wasn't a Bible study session, <laughs> or at least not any Bible I've read. Right. Uh, but <laughs> a man answers the door wearing... A diaper. Oh um, no, not the diaper guys. With with a little baby, yeah. hat. what are those called? Those baby hats. Yeah, the bonnets. Yeah, yeah, and I could in full view was like a, a man-sized <laughs> shaker. Oh like yeah, f- yeah it was yeah. it was strange. Binky around the neck. Yeah, Binky um, with the Binky. Yes. yes. Yeah, and uh, there was definitely some punishment happening. <laughs> Somebody was being a bad baby. Somebody yelled from the back room. Now don't touch that pizza <laughs> until you get back here. Yeah. Somebody was being a bad baby and was in need of some punishment. That was one of the, that was one of the strange things that I saw. There were, they were uh, there was a myriad I bet
1: the weed guys gonna see weirder shit than the pizza guy. That's going to be my take on it.
0: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know cuz like <laughs> Nick Did you know that in the fetish community, the diaper
1: fetish is like the the baby thing is the most frowned upon? Like really? You could get you can get whipped in public, right? You know, you go to the right place, you know, at the right night, you know, fetish night at the Vogue, you know. And yeah, and you can see public flogging and even those people when you talk about that, they're like, (gasps) oh, how
0: gross. What?
1: <laughs> You're standing there talking to somebody with a fucking dog collar on their neck, How and dare somebody you? else is holding the leash, and they're all. Oh,
0: that's disgusting. I don't know. I've, I've had furries answer the door no! before. Yeah. No,
1: that's my biggest fear. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and they didn't take off the mask to talk to me or anything. Oh, I, I <laughs> and what? They're they're tipping you, so act normal. You know. Oh yeah. You're like, you get that second oh, yeah. of shock and then just like, all wor-
1: right. Yeah, I worked at a sex shop. I, I, yeah. know, I know the uh, glazed, I don't see this now. Yeah, yeah. that's
0: so funny that yeah. the- <laughs> Of all the things, oh, you dress up like a baby? Oh, no, that's That's, disgusting. Oh, that's horrible. What's wrong with you?
1: I was just going to say that. What is wrong with you? You need medical help. Jesus. (laughs) Okay, now, after all that frivolity, state's on the road on the train to legalization now. New Mexico is positioned to potentially legalize cannabis in 2020. The 2020 legislation will begin today, actually, January 21st, 2020, and just last 30 days.
0: Yeah, today as of our recording. Yes. Uh, new Jersey lawmakers have approved a resolution that will allow voters to decide whether to legalize cannabis for adults' use in November 2020. So, two new
1: ones. Woo-woo! On the on the, st- on the station platform. Yep,
0: and not just people voting for it, but the state's actually backing it and and uh, yep. providing. A- and
1: governors are signing it into law too. Yep. So that's awesome, guys. Awesome. That's our legalization station segment, and so we'll keep. Can you? Um, keeping you updated as states legalize. Yep. And now, without further ado, it's our mandatory, mandatory
0: minimums. Do-da, do-da. You're going to run in jail, son. All the do-da, do-da days do-da of your life. You're, you're going to miss your wife. Mandatory minimums.
1: All the do-da, do-da day. Yeah. So lots of twists and turns in this one. Oh, my God. This one was... Difficult, people. I'm telling you, we needed a freaking law degree to disseminate some of yeah, this stuff. Yeah, Seriously. It's just
0: such a confusing mess of uh, like so many different laws being put into place in all different uh, timelines, some that contradict e- each oh other. Oh, my God,
1: yeah. Overlap. Yeah.
0: yeah, laws that have nothing to do with it that <sighs> then stuff gets tagged on oh to. It's God. just, yeah, there's a mess. So it took us a long time to yeah, work on this. It did. Um, and we're trying to give you the most succinct and— yeah. Uh, wrapped
1: up in a little yeah, nutshell.
0: Yeah, just just make it make the most sense as possible. So specifically because of that, we are sticking to the 80s. We're yes. sticking to the Reagan era yeah. mandatory drug minimum laws. Right. Um, there's been many before and many after. Yes. But that's what we're focusing we're on. on today. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now, please remember, again, we are not lawyers, but also wanted to make a point that says well, neither half of the people that wrote these laws. Oh, yeah. And that would have been helpful if they were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: or great. just had an inkling <laughs> of, of what was going on in 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 standard middle class <sighs> america yeah um but so yeah to get into it um Mandatory minimum laws are laws that basically say if you do a specific crime and you're convicted of it, there is no exception uh, to be sentenced below this amount. That's right. No matter what the story is, no matter how well you know the judge, no matter how much money you put in his pocket. Yeah, or his uncle is your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, federal mandatory minimum sentencing statutes have existed since the beginning of our nation. Yeah. Uh, When the first Congress assembled and enacted several mandatory minimums, each of them a capital of Fence. That means you died. That means you, yeah. <laughs> they killed you. Yeah. Nope. You die. Yeah. You're dead forever. Mandatory um,
1: minimum death.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is insane. That, that, so that's extreme. the minimum. Though. I know. It's I want to so know extreme. what the maximum was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't Drawn
1: and quartered uh, and uh, then guilt. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. I don't know.
0: and feathered and then, know. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Then. Made to play. dress up in a, a baby <gasps> outfit. Yeah. <laughs> And shackles. You've been a bad baby. baby.
1: <laughs> Before you die, we're going. Okay. Yes. And, so, the, and yeah. that was for being, uh, the first one was for being a pirate.
0: Oh. Uh, which I think also
1: we should bring back.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. We need more pirates. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, the fancy flowy shirts, the cool I hats. love a ruffled shirt. Why, why can't you just wear an eye patch unless you're injured? Right. You, you don't know? have to
1: be Adam Ant to do that. Come <laughs> on.
0: <laughs> Okay. So in 1914 Congress established a mandatory minimum of 5 years for the manufacture of opium for smoking I purposes. I love
1: that it's a qualifier, smoking purposes. Yeah, no
0: pill- <laughs> pills are fine. Yeah. If it's in a tincture, you're great. Right, right. But if you're smoking, you're smoking it, it, you're a deviant. That's right. Um. Well, yeah. Uh, and that was the very some of the very first uh, mandatory minimum drug laws. Right. Uh, shortly after the mid-century, Congress began adding to the number of drug-related uh, mandatory minimums. Yeah. With the creation of the Marijuana Tax Act of 1937, punishments were up to two thousand dollars in fines and or five years of imprisonment. Which was a lot. And that was for not paying the tax. Yeah, that was for not paying the tax properly. Yeah. Now, at the same time, all these states had their own laws that made cannabis illegal to possess at all. Right, right. So paying the tax on it would be admitting that it was... Elite, that you were had it illegally in that state. All this messed up stuff. But we're not going into states' no. mandatory minimums because that's not a whole kettle other, of fish. Oh my god! Yeah, just, the, we're sticking with the Fed. Yeah, I'm still yeah. In, yeah, in, shock, in shock and of, awe. Yeah. Yes.
1: Now, before the enactment of the Controlled Substance Act and the Controlled Substance Import and Export Act in 1970. Federal law included mandatory minimums for a myriad of drug violations and the 1970s legislation eliminated all of them except the mandatory minimum in the continuing criminal enterprise of drug kingpin
0: yeah drug kingpin <laughs> well, that's like, so like what, like what do
1: you do for well I'm
0: a, I'm a drug, drug kingpin, kingpin. actually
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Can you be a kingpin of other things like I guess
1: that's a good question Yeah
0: I get I mean kingpins just like the the I know. Central point, the- Oh, I guess it's a drug, is a. Qual- yeah, I guess you can be like a clothes
1: kingpin. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway. Now, this paired with the Carter's administration's public health approach on marijuana. It ushered in an era of lighter sentencing and reduced prosecution of marijuana and often resulted in just
0: civil fines. Yes, which was awesome. We almost got to legalizing marijuana in this era, but it was just none of, you know, there was not enough people fighting for it. No, and people
1: didn't want to say at the time that some drugs are good. Yeah. You know,
0: Carter didn't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole. All these guys were like, well, we could do this, but it- would not make me look yeah, better. That, yeah, it might I'm make me look, look worse.
1: worse. It's not worth yeah. my time.
0: But so this this specific light era is really what pushed into the Reagan's Oh my uh, god! Next yeah. So now, yeah, the drug uh, the war on drugs was not not over. New no. president, yeah. new attitude. In comes Reagan. Oh, the guy. Cold Warrior, the oh, champion Jesus. of Reaganomics. Oh, no. Yeah, that worked. And the hater <laughs> of drug users <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So this guy made to me look. Legislatively, he made Nixon look like a frickin' Boy Scout. A quote from Ronald Reagan in a radio radio address to the nation on October 2nd in 1982, he stated,
0: The mood towards drugs is changing in this country, and the momentum is with us. We're making no excuses for drugs, hard, (laughs) soft, or otherwise. Otherwise? Drugs are bad, and we're going after them. What is otherwise? Yeah, Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, There's hard drugs, soft drugs, um, over easy? I don't Uh, know. Medium. I don't know. Sugar? I don't know what we're
1: talking about. Uh,
0: So-so drugs? I don't (laughs) don't
1: know. But to keep up with his campaign promises and his hard-on-crime reputation, Reagan began calling for harder sentencing
0: on drug violations.
1: Now, this is crazy. Senator Joe Biden
0: from Whoa, Delaware. Wait, wait yeah. like the father of the current Joe Biden? Or like, were they related? Or
1: no, no, it's the actual guy running for president today. Our old vice president, Mr. Joe Biden, when oh, he God. was a but a mere senator from Delaware. Him and the arch-segregationalist. Oh, my God. The arch-segregationalists, Senator Strom Thurmond of South Carolina, both worked on the Senate Judiciary Committee. Now, you want to talk about an odd pairing there. That is a
0: strange one. Yeah.
1: Now, Biden and Thurmond drafted the Violent Crime and Drug Enforcement Improvement Act of 1982, uh, Act, excuse me, which, among other things, created a federal drug czar. Yes, Biden, our fair Joe, is the one who coined the phrase drug czar in an October 9th, 1982 New York Times interview. You. Now Reagan voted this legislation
0: down for budget reasons. I bet he must have been real proud of that drug. Czar oh, uh, thing. he
1: probably still is,
0: Nick. Yeah, that. Yeah, how is he still okay? I know, All right? And All I right. bet you at every party he's like,
1: you know, I'm the one who did it. And yeah, I bet yeah. his kids are like, Dad, nobody cares, Dad. Shut up about the drug czar thing, Dad. I bet
0: he has a T-shirt <laughs> that says, "I came up with drug, drug czar, czar. <laughs> drug czar inventor." <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, despite him, despite Reagan vetoing the, the mm-hmm. legislation, in 1984, Congress enacted the Sentencing Reform Act that created the United States Sentencing Commission and authorized it to enact sentencing guidelines to establish a mandatory minimum term of imprisonment where none had none. existed before. Yeah. Uh, at least since 1970.
1: Um, yeah. Okay. Now, there's a uh, – the, Judge John O. Newman
0: wrote in 2002 – those who supported the 1984 act myself included expected a senten- bleh, expected a sentencing commission composed of predominantly in- individuals experienced in the administration of public policy that would make sense in general <laughs> and criminal justice in particular that would make sense <laughs> but to the surprise of the act supporters president reagan named three pro- professors to the commission two from fields other than law that doesn't make sense Our surprise at the composition of the commission was soon to be surpassed by astonishment at the first draft of the commission's guidelines issued in 1986. Instead of a flexible system contemplated by Judge Frankel and others, the commission proposed a rigid, highly detailed structure which, with only slight adjustments, became the guidelines in place today.
1: Yes, and then he goes on to write – now, I wanted to say that this is a federal judge of appeal. He goes on to write, in the end, this rigid inflexibility is the true legacy legally of our fourth, 40th president. To Reagan, all criminals were reprobates, and compassionate justice was an oxymoron.
0: Yeah, which – I mean, it's just – it's so obvious at this point. I mean, it's just like once you're a criminal, always, always a, criminal. a criminal, you know it, – it, He had no, no idea that anybody was possible of reform. Right. Of Which I don't, we're.
1: Yeah. And, and too, it's like he, this is Reagan guy. This is like back in the day when. People like him saw things in black and white, Yeah, you know, good and bad, you know, specifically.
0: L- literally. Yeah, black. White's good, black's bad. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, they would never say that, but seriously. So while the commission was busy doing its legislative due diligence at researching and holding hearings, Congress got impatient. So it was... A charged voting year and in a political fervor, guys, is protecting the youth of America. You gotta love it. Gotta save our children. Yep. They enacted the Anti Drug Abuse Act of 1986 without doing any legislative due diligence. And it created a series of harsh mandatory minimums that affect us. Even, to this day, even the first-time low-level offenders.
0: Yeah. I mean, it just rushed through. Yeah. Uh, completely it became the it. law. Yeah. And it, it, like this whole thing kind of stemmed from, you know, in the 70s, uh, the, the drug laws were the Controlled Substances Act was there to control the uh, American Civil Rights Movement yep. and the anti-war movement, right. a.k.a. Black people doing and hippies. Uh, and then <laughs> in the 80s, it turned. Oh, wait, everybody's doing drugs are everywhere. Oh, okay, well, we got to protect our children. We got to protect our children. We got to keep the drug dealers out of our white evil- suburbia. Yeah,
1: even the low left, they're going to grow up to be big level offenders yes, someday. We exactly. got to cut them off at the knees, damn
0: exactly. it. Exactly. So yeah. just under this new guy's new new enemy. Yeah. They start throwing all these hearts And,
1: and so you got to remember, Democrat or Republican, nobody was, like, not going to—they weren't going to say, hey, wait a minute, not all drugs are some drugs. No, you're not going to say that. You're going to be on that bandwagon. Yeah. We've got to protect our children. Well, how do
0: you know? argue that? You can't. Yeah, so right after yeah. the anti-drug abuse of 1986 went into place, the sentencing guidelines created by the yeah. sentencing commission uh, created in 1984 right. became law as well. Yeah,
1: in 1987.
0: Yeah, and many of these laws in the Anti-Drug Abuse Act and the sentencing guidelines were in direct conflict. Oh, my God. So you had, yeah, for the same crime, you had two different ways. One that would say the minimum sentence is, uh, or the, the maximum sentence is, a year in jail, and then right. the other one that would say the minimum sentence it's is five true. years yeah, in jail. So like, <laughs> <wait>. <laughs> yeah, which one are we going with Yeah, here? that just makes such a confusing uh, yeah. thing here. So, and not only did these laws just completely neuter judges in yeah. what they could actually say, right, right. and what they do, any power, you know, now they're also having to contend with two different sets of laws and guidelines, oh, just oh, sh- making it a nightmare, it was a legislative a nightmare. nightmare. Because of how harsh they were, uh, the legislative system, the the uh, criminal justice system was already so bogged down, yeah, with so many th- uh, backlogs exactly. Uh, that now they don't even know how to they, do. they were just overwhelmed. Then came the Anti-Drug Abuse Act oh of 1988. See, it yeah, just keeps going, it just keeps rolling. Yeah,
1: this law made amendments for the act that w- was put in place in 1986 under the same name, and it contained many parts of the proposed act. Uh, from ni- 1982 from Joe and, and Strom Thurmond yeah now Joe got his cabinet Czar wish though in 1988
0: yep he's he's got his drug Czar he got that term coined that term and and got it through yeah uh, one major example of the amendments was that it changed the law so that those who were caught with a mere five grams of crack cocaine were subject to the same mandatory minimums as those caught with a five hundred grams of no powdered sense. cocaine. Yeah. No sense. For those that don't know, yeah. crack cocaine is a diluted version of cocaine right. that is intended for smoking. Right. A weaker version, version of the same drug.
1: Right. So you can have five grams of a weakened down watered down substance, yeah. but five hundred grams of the thing you're watering the down. <laughs> it just doesn't
0: it makes no sense. Su- well, I mean, uh, well, that does make sense.
1: Yes, and this is how it makes sense. Because if you want to in- control populations, yeah. and poor people do crack cocaine, yeah. I mean, and rich people do powdered cocaine.
0: Exactly. Well, exactly. as you can see. In white suburbia, yeah. we're doing powdered cocaine. Cain. In those sketchy neighborhoods, they're doing in crack cocaine. Crack, yes. So once again, it's about keeping... Uh, our kids and by our kids i mean white suburban yeah. <laughs> children
1: safe. safe yes you know now the application of this law obviously disproportionately harmed african american communities yep. and thus contributed to mass incarceration
0: so to put this in perspective according to a 2006 report from the aclu yeah. uh, in 1986 uh, before the enactment of the federal mandatory minimum sentencing for crack cocaine offenses the average federal drug sentence for african americans was 11% higher than for whites right. Four years later, the average federal drug sentence for African-Americans was 49% later. That's criminal. Higher. That, to me, is criminal right there. 50% higher Higher. rate of conviction for African-Americans. Four years. Years Because later. of one law. Thank you. Because of one law. That's why it's important to vote, and that's
1: why it's important to know who you're voting for. Yeah. And yeah. And, and vote
0: and act with compassion. Thank you. Like, care about your fellow man yeah. and woman. Like, yeah, this is It's so ridiculous how much hatred and how much fear there is around yes. another human being that is yeah. going through very similar shit in life to you, you know? Yeah, like,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But, yeah, so in that... In in that term, eighty-nine to ninety, spending for prisons was up one hundred and fifty percent. Hundred and fifty percent because there were just so many more convictions right. compared to beforehand.
1: Right, and when before we had mandatory minimums, we didn't. There weren't. Remember, yeah, yeah before right. So, the sending the sentencing commission's nineteen ninety one report. Observed that from 1984 to 1990, four drug-related statutes accounted for roughly 94% of the mandatory minimum offenses regularly prosecuted. Four. Okay. Four laws. Four statutes. Yeah. Now, tell me that doesn't matter, that laws don't, and, and people who make them don't matter. Now, the commission's initial report was quickly followed by a Department of Justice study that concluded that a substantial number of those sentenced under the federal mandatory minimums were nonviolent, first-time, low-level drug offenders.
0: Yes. So, people with a very low risk compared of, of uh, redoing the crime. Yeah. It's more that once a criminal, always a criminal. Always a criminal, a criminal mentality. You know, exactly. Yeah. Not- no reform no yeah
1: not that you were at the wrong house that night and got swept up in that no. part you know no. you're a good no kid excuses. you're a boy scout you yeah. know no no none okay now, because that Congress responded with a safety valve provision under which the court may disregard various drug mandatory minimums and sentence an offender within the applicable sentencing guideline range as long as the offender was a low-level, nonviolent participant with no prior criminal record who had cooperated fully with the government.
0: Yeah, so finally, judges are getting a little bit of power back. They'll yeah. able to say, okay, this person is... This is their first offense. They are, you know, they're trying to work with the system. You know, let's give this person a break. Right. Because even before, you know, when, when uh, in the, was it the 1986 act when Reagan immediately rolled back all those? Yeah. 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 Okay. immediately rolled back. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So listen to this.
0: So September 2nd in 1986,
1: him and Nancy are on the couch. This is when they did the, you know, just say no. Oh, yeah. And. Every, you know, like we have, we can, we cannot tolerate any. Um, drug use it's all bad they're all crooks we have to protect America and And also
0: like look how great I'm doing look how many people I've arrested look how much money Money. I've spent on this like how much stuff I've seized
1: yeah so then November comes the election in 1986 and then what does he do right after the election he pulls all this funding that he had just bragged about like and all of it was like for states and federal um to Rehabilitate people. Yeah, rehabilitation and treatment. treatment,
0: Yeah. uh, Individual funding for states to help the states deal with this overwhelming amount of criminals. They now had to prosecute Prosecute. because the federal court system was already so bogged down with all these crazy laws that then they they then started going okay now you states you deal with yeah 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 it it, it happened in your state you you deal deal with with it and then they were like okay we'll give you some money to deal with it it
1: no we're not we forget it. Now, and it's important to note. I think that this is this really speaks to the to what happened. Yeah, the criminal justice industry was one of the top growth industries in the eighties. Police jobs increased by thirty percent across the board, that state and federal. And prison jobs by eighty percent in
0: the Reagan years alone. It's absolutely crazy, and it is exactly what created our private prison system, system that's in today. Yes. Now that wasn't the end of uh, mandatory minimums. No. There are there have Ugh. been more as mandatory drug minimums. Oh my god! Way more. You know, after they created that safety valve mm-hmm. and they allowed for some, you know, uh, light lighter sentencing. sentencing. You know, that went through and that was great in the 90s, and then 2003 came around and the wave had crashed again, and now they're saying, oh no, we need to tighten back down on all these laws. 2003, George Bush Jr. just signs in a bunch more really harsh uh, mandatory yeah. minimum sentences. A lot of them are still in place today. And Your vote over. counts. Yeah.
1: It matters.
0: Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and once again, we didn't even touch the individual states yes. here. Just because yeah. there is such, they're even nastier and scarier. Oh, I as
1: mean. you can, yeah. And as you can see, so many laws. Yeah. Which one wins? Well, whichever one screws you the best, we guess.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's how it goes. Do-da, do-da, Do-da. Yeah. do-da.
1: So now for our favorite part of the show, the our review. review. In our review, we don't qualify it by a one to ten or anything like that, good to bad. Mm-hmm. We do what we like to say, what family member would you partake
0: with this. Yeah, a more product. a more qualitative approach, something that you can relate to and wrap your head around more yeah. because cannabis is such a diverse plant uh, and there's so many different experiences yes. that you can get from it. So we feel like this is uh gives you a little bit more idea yeah. of what we're feeling when we're when we're smoking this weed.
1: And without further ado, our, our review. review. So today we're going to be reviewing the Pot of Gold. They're from Tacoma and the company started out in 2018 and it's their Max strain that we're going to be reviewing. It's a hybrid perfect 50/50 split which is something that I really enjoy a little head little body both the best worlds
0: yeah no it's it's a great strain um, I personally haven't hadn't heard of pot of gold before you brought them in mm-hmm. today um, so pretty cool I always love trying out new grows yeah and um,
1: we've had them before they're very popular I have to say that their flower is getting better and better and better. Nice. Honestly. That's yeah.
0: awesome. That's always I good have, to see. I have high hopes for these That's guys. It's always good to see. Yeah. yeah. So, Miracle Alien Cookies, believed to be a cross between Alien Cookies and another strain that was a cross between Starfighter and Columbian. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, presenting, like Susan said, at a 50 50 hybrid, kind of split genetically at least.
1: Yes. Now, what we're going to be using to smoke this out of today is our favorite bong. We yep. all love a bong. Yep. They're great. Keep them clean, people.
0: Yes. Particularly a, pe- a beaker bong yes. today. Yep. Um uh so yeah, let's uh the and then the average price of uh, this one, Susan, what would you say? 30 to 35, for okay. sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's pretty affordable.
1: it very it really so good for the for the flower that it is. We have stuff that's even fifty dollars an eighth, right? Oh, yeah. So this is like Easy. right in that mid range, mm-hmm. right? So you're not bottom shelf, you're not yeah. top shelf, you're right in the middle there, and worth every penny. You really, want to hand
0: me that jar, Susan?
1: I would, and it it comes in a jar. It mm-hmm. looks like a little pot of gold. It's got a gold cap. Nick yeah. and I are big on packaging. I like the label. I think it's nice. Yeah, and- simple. It's got a gold. Looks elegant. Yeah gold lettering on a black label and a nice jar with a gold top. Now, the bud itself is covered in crystals and resin. I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah, it looks
0: absolutely fantastic. I mean, as far as the coverage on it goes.
1: And um, one of the buds, I don't even know how they got this in the jar without breaking it up because when I was trying to pull it out, I couldn't pull it out
0: with any ease at all. So, it's um, a chunky one. It yeah. really it really grew out in all sorts of different directions. It's totally. kind of a it's an interesting bud structure.
1: Totally. It, again, it, like Nick's saying it's not one compacted thing. It's almost got like little arms that yeah, shoots off from it. Yeah, little
0: arms coming off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um which is interesting, you know, it's not um it, it's a very interesting kind of st- way to, for that strain to present itself.
1: Cuz the max are normally tighter. Yeah. Now the smell immediately hit both of us. I mean, for me, it's got this fruity, high note.
0: Yeah, yeah, really fruity. Sweet, almost. Really fruity and sweet, yeah.
1: Yeah, most Macs, they say are supposed to be citrusy. I haven't had that experience in my Macs.
0: Yeah, I mean, citrus is a component to an extent yeah. in my experience, but you get all sorts of, I mean, more, you know, dank, sometimes yes. even diesely kind of yes. stuff to it. So something that presents, like, this citrusy and bright is... Is unique. I uh yeah, gorgeous. So Excited to try it.
1: Yes, indeed. So we've got the bong loaded, and as usual, we're using our hemp wick. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, if it does help with the flavor, I'm going to have Nick go first.
0: Okay. I'm
1: going to give him this and the hemp wick, and we've got yeah. a, we've got a candle going too. Yeah. Now also, we'll um it comes. We have it, it. the The jars are one gram. And everything is in jars, even the one gram. So, and those are $11 that we have them for at the shop. What do do you think, Nick? What's your first initial?
0: Hmm. I didn't get as much of the lemony flavor as, uh, in the, on the tongue as I did, um, in the nose, um, which is interesting. It kind of, the flavor profile definitely presented itself differently. Uh. Um, the ter- the terpene profile did, um, I would say it was, um, it was a little bit on the harsher side for me. Not, not definitely not unsmokable mm. by any means, but definitely felt it in the lungs. Mm. Um, had a good sense of it.
1: Now the second hit was smooth for me. Okay. Second hit was smooth. Um, the smell was definitely like 10 times more than the taste. Yeah. For sure, which is fine. I don't really mind yeah. that, but did it, it? It's it's good, but the smell was definitely more pungent than the taste. Totally smooth for me. If you if you do another yeah, we'll one, little let's little. see what the third one does. You now you know I'm uh, you not that I'm a lightweight because I certainly am not. But I I tend to feel the effects pretty right away. <laughs> which I'm lucky for that I still have that experience and I can tell you I'm feeling it in my eyes already. Really, I am on that first hit. So, yeah. I'm excited about that. I'm going to take my second hit now.
0: <coughs> yeah, that I'm I'm Oh my god. Do you get more of it now or what? Yeah, the last hit
1: was almost the most tasty for me. Really? Strange. Hmm. Very strange.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, overall, I'd say it's very solid. I like, you know, I'm I'm definitely, you know, feeling it uh, come up right now. I'm definitely feeling, you know, the sativa side of those effects first, a little bit more of the heady things. I'm Uh, starting
1: to smile.
0: Yeah. See, my face is already smiling. The heady effects are hitting right away. Yeah,
1: that euphoria is nice. No, sometimes when I um, smoke, like stuff that's got a little sativa leaning. This isn't, this is 50 50, but I can always tell because I start to get like a, I'll get a little anxious at first and then mm-hmm. I calm down a little bit. This is right off the, and then go into the euphoria. This yeah. is like euphoria right off the bat
0: for yeah. me. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. That's, that's, uh, it's a really nice high. It's really, yeah. Nice. It presents really quickly, which is nice too. You know, you know, there's a, if you're puffing it in a joint, you're not going to get, Ten puffs in before you realize how high you no are. No kidding. You know? you're, you're gonna feel it as it's coming on, which is which is nice. I
1: like that. Yeah. You know what? This is like good hiking stuff too. I feel, almost feel like I could take a hike right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, you definitely. Out in the woods. I'm feeling energetic.
1: Yeah, I'm like there's something. Yeah. Roller skating, something.
0: Yeah. yeah, I would like to go hang gliding right now.
1: <gasps> Do you know that I did hang gliding? Really. Did you know that? Yeah, that's I worked crazy. in a I worked in a hang gliding school to pay for my hang gliding lessons. I actually have a story.
0: Wow! That that's I, how you do it.
1: I have a I have a story. There's a game that I play that I ask people, "What have you done that under ten thousand people who have ever lived have done?"
0: Oh Jesus!
1: and i have one of those and it's with hang gliding we skied out which means you can see us from the ground you can see us from the ground and then you can't see us cuz we actually went above the legal ceiling oh wow right in the air, aviation you have ceilings of yeah. where you can go and floors yeah we broke
0: through and it was crazy you oh can hear the sails the
1: sails and the and the hang glider going Oh,
0: Jesus. It was it just like a huge updraft? Yeah, it was a thermal. We damn. just were off of Tiger
1: Mountain in Issaquah. It was freaking amazing. Whoa. It was so How tits. How long were
0: you up there for? Oh,
1: forever. We were up there forever. It was epic. People oh still talk God. about it. It was epic. Yeah. Anyway, so hang gliding. Now, who would you hang glide with in your family?
0: Hmm. I mean, uh. I would hang glide with probably my. I think that's my cool uncle. I don't. I, I think that's who I'd go hang glide. Yeah. With. I think. I mean, he's kind of a daredevil. Like I have this memory from when I was a kid. Uh, we we uh, our house had this long, steep driveway coming down, uh, and w- we had just gotten razor scooters, and my uncle decides to ride the razor scooter from the top of the long, steep driveway all the way to the bottom. And he gets going, and he is just flying. And you know the brakes on those are just directly wow. touching the wheels, so they get really hot. Wow. And you can't like brake that much. He spins. Uh, he gets down there. What? Um. He, the front wheel goes into a grate. <gasps> and he does a front flip over <gasps> the handlebars and lands on his feet. No, he did not. Uninjured.
1: Of course, that's yeah. the coolest uncle ever.
0: Yeah. So, are you kidding?
1: Like Superman's your uncle?
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's great. He's awesome. That's who I would smoke this with. Wow.
1: I would, too. I would smoke that with this man, too. And then I would like to recreate that scene somehow.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it.
1: Okay. So, kind of funny, along my story I was talking about with uh, my thrill in aviation, I have I have a family member Who's a uh, cousin once removed, so it's my mom's first cousin, his name is Steve, and he has one of these stories, and it happens to be aviated related mm-hmm. and um aviation related uh he wow. he crashed he was a helicopter pilot in Vietnam, and he crashed Jeez. he got shot down and he survived walked wow. away and some people wow. died in that crash, and wow. he actually walked away. So he is one of the under That's ten thousand. He was flying it. Yeah, he was flying. Wow, he was so the you, pilot. I would, Got shot down.
0: Okay. I would say that that would be the most likely person to yeah. be dead in that accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy, yeah.
1: right? So he and he walked away from it. Some people died, and some people were injured for life. But he walked away from it. Um, what and he was he also what he did for a living he was a, a comic and he was in bands that actually got played in Chicago so cool dude isn't that funny That's cousin was awesome. removed
0: and that is really cool and
1: you're a cool uncle yeah. sounds like we're related to some cool cats
0: man. yes yes right that on. is uh, that is solid so, that is a solid recommendation I think
1: yeah so this has been our review our review. Thanks for listening to Cannabis Nation. We hope this has helped shed light on your most burning questions and dankest desires. Come and check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Cannabis Nation Podcast. This is Susan. And, and this is
0: Nick. Ending, ending on, on a high
1: is so funny. You guys, my mom, she's in Midway there in, on the south side in Chicago. So she she's talking to me on the phone and she goes, Susan! They're lined up around the block! <laughs> like, she can't believe like, how popular this product is. Like, my friends and I were the only delinquents that smoked pot in the whole state. And she's like, now she's aware that like this is very popular. And then she says to me, this is so cute. Now, mind you guys, this woman's lived in the city her whole life for the most part. Okay? And she goes, Where were all these people buying their (laughs) marijuana before this?
0: (laughs) Oh, my God.